0: Some people smoke left, some people smoke crack, some people snort coke, off a Ricky's ball sack. I've tried. Um, I, I talked about it right, but New Jersey decided we're going to uh, legalize marijuana, which is a good thing, melt time, um, and the way they're doing it too is also uh, recreational, so they're going to get some money out of it, make some taxes out of it, you know, yada, 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 stole that from Seinfeld, uh, but the good thing is now, People are not going to be prosecuted for it. Why? Why is that a good thing you ask, yourself. Well, let's should think about it like this. You don't have to deal with bullshit marijuana. You can deal with real crimes. Now, people will not, like, you will know, really hates police. Because if somebody breaks in your house, you know you're calling. You're not going to be like, well, police, I'm not calling. No, you're calling them, motherfuckers. Excuse my life. But you know what I'm saying. Like, look, uh, I—how did I get to this topic? Well, I got in an argument with my cousin. My cousin is a corrections officer, and my dad. And I don't even know how or why I even decided to bring this up in a family little dinner thing. But I decided I'm gonna go ahead and bring up the topic. You know, just amongst adults that. All drugs should be legal, and I got so much shit for it. I, I mean, look, I, I, I don't know my demographic. If I, the people who listen to my podcast, you guys are mostly men. You guys are mostly my age or plus or minus, you know, three to five years. So, you know, I'm preaching to the choir here, you know. But here, here's I'll go ahead and, and try to, without making it boring, all you know, so. My dad's whole thing is that the drugs make you a bad person. And he's taking that religiously. And I get that. I understand. Okay. So he's not entirely wrong. Drugs will make you do bad things, especially when there is an illegal way that you have to get it. Therefore, the prices are regulated by a black market. And therefore, people also, because they're already getting something illegal, do more illegal things. That's the real gateway. And I'll get it. I should write that down because nobody fucking talks about gateway theory. I did fucking whole paper about that. Okay. So my whole thing is this. Yeah. My dad's right. I tried to explain it to him like, yo, you have diabetes, dude. You are addicted to sugar. So if all of a sudden tomorrow just the same way they prohibited alcohol, they decided to prohibit sugar. You're telling me that you're not, you're, you're probably not going to go ahead and, and, and suck any dick for, for a Twinkie. But I'm pretty sure you might do something illegal to get it. A.K.A. the least bit is getting it if it's illegal. So there you go. I didn't have to say that to him, but he should have known. That's what I meant. No, I wouldn't do something illegal. Okay, well, let's go ahead and, and, and recreate the thought there. And I even said this to them. Well, how about this? Just like you have diabetes, and you may do something wrong for sugar, shouldn't you? Or or, I just how I said. I said, if I was speeding and I ran away from the police, and as I'm driving away, all I was getting gonna get pulled over for was speeding. I get in a collision, and now I gotta get taken to the hospital. Do they first take me to court and then take me to the hospital? or they take me to the hospital, and then once I'm stable, they take me to court. And of course, my dad knew where I was going. That's what you should do with people. Look, if, if somebody robs somebody else for drugs, yeah, put him in jail. And yeah, like my cousin said, they have uh, rehabilitation in jail, and also being off the streets might help. But here, let's be real, I think we all know it, besides from the movies, if anybody talks to anybody in real life, like I did, my cousin didn't want to really admit it, but you can get anything you want in jail, okay? So there's really no stopping. If you really, really want to do a drug and you're in jail, and you're still going to do your drug. It's going to cost you a lot more. You're probably going to do some shit you didn't want to do, whether it's going to be financially or 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 orally, homosexually, I don't know. I don't know how prison currency works, right? I don't know if they still trade cigarettes. I don't even think they're allowed to smoke cigarettes. So, yeah. That being said, the point is that, yeah, I get it. Drugs are bad when they are abused. Why are they abused? You know what, fuck it, I'll skip to the gateway theory. You know, people say marijuana is a gateway drug. Why? Well, I'll tell you, because of this, when you are already going to sell marijuana and that's an illegal activity, you're probably going to be like, well, I'm already doing one illegal activity. I might as well sell other illegal drugs. And now it's a one-stop shop for my quote-unquote customers, as well as number two. Now the person, they're not going to be like, oh... Uh, I like your marijuana, do you have anything stronger? And it's like, oh, well, I have cocaine and meth and heroin. Do you want to try No, it's not like that. If you want something, you're going to go and get it, for the most part. Not everybody, obviously. But that's the problem with having a black market. Now, again, with the gateway theory, oh, you start with marijuana, you're going to go to harder drugs. Obviously, that's more possible if the person already knows he's going to go to jail if he deals one illegal thing. So he might as well. That's what I mean. I'm not think That's not how I think. But that's the way these fucking people think. They're like, oh, I might as well do them all. The reason I say that is because like I even heard on a podcast. Most people we'll go to jail, they're losers. All right. These are people who, who fucked up. And not only did they fuck up. Guess what? Once they go to jail, not only did they not learn anything, because for the most part, you can You can definitely better yourself and learn things, but it's like school, like high school. You're discouraged from being the smart guy, and you're more encouraged being the class clown, which gets you in more trouble and makes you stay in jail longer when you don't want to be in jail slash high school longer. You want to get the fuck out. And the problem is some of these people are pressured into not doing that, okay? So... If you're one of the people who just wants to, quote unquote, fit into jail and you don't better yourself and then you decide when you get out, oh, I am gonna do the same thing, but I'm going to do it better. Here's what happens to most of you. The recidivism rate for prison is very high. What is recidivism? If you don't know, it means the chances of if you go to prison, not jail, prison for more than one year, the chances that you're going to go back are more than it's more than 50%. Let's just say that. That that means that it doesn't do its job, number one, which is not. I'm not talking shit about them. They're just following orders. They're just doing the best they can. And things do need to get changed. And I don't know exactly how to change things. I could try some ideas out, but who knows if it would work. But my thing is, that's a problem. The other thing is, most of the people who are in jail are in jail for non-violent drug offenses. They didn't rob you for your car to get their drug money to buy drugs and then they were in possession. These are people who for the most part were just in possession of drugs. For the most part also from my research, which again now is about 10 years old, so probably wrong, but at least 10 years ago, for the most part, these people were just in possession of a usable amount, not even like they're, they're all drug dealers these are drug users who got caught in possession of a drug and got more than a, a year in prison. And probably a lot of them are still in there. Why is this a problem? I'll keep taking sips of water. I'm sorry. I'm trying to stay hydrated. Why is this a problem? Well, when when you make people a felon, a felon is somebody who goes to prison. Prison is where you go for more than one year in jail shorter than prison, that's also awesome. your one year or less. Jail, year, less than a year, jail. Prison longer than a year. Like letter wise. Also longer than a year, sentence wise. That's how you guys can remember. If you go to prison, it's usually for a felony. And also you now are a felon. And as a felon you have you, you have way less chances of employment. You uh, are no longer allowed to possess a firearm, which for the most part, actually the best thing about it, the most accurate. But sometimes they it, I mean, if you're trying to keep people disarmed, here, here's where it'll get bad. I'll get it later with my conspiracy on why this is just used to fuck people over. It goes in, in with the first one, which is the employment. Not again, not no employment options, no ability to defend yourself slash at firearm. Not that we're going to go ahead and take away bad people getting firearms. Obviously, we you know that shouldn't happen. But number three is um oh, can't fire, you can't vote. Oh, did I say you vote? I don't know if I said vote. I might have said vote. What was the first one? Yeah, job, firearm, vote. You can't vote. So now you, you can no longer affect the future of not only your local municipality, you can't affect your state, you can't affect your federal government. Now, um, here's where the theories go, right? Here's where I was getting at in the beginning. Um, Apparently, um, and I don't know if my, I'm going to go ahead and be honest with you guys. Not that I am not always honest with you guys, but um, this is going to be a little spotty, but I think it was like around, and this is probably before that, but around Reagan sounds about right, because that's why black people don't like Reagan. He like made drug laws more strict. That's when... Like crack was more punishable by cocaine, which I should jot down, which is so more, I don't have to jot it down. It's more why this, let's go with that. And then also just the crazy drug laws that were enforced around those times. Um, And what they were doing was two part. One was, what they were saying was for the hippie movement, right? They want to stop these hippies from preventing them from doing the Vietnam War. So what are they going to do? Well, oh, we need to figure out a way we can lock them up so they can no longer be out there protesting against our war. How can we lock them up? Well, a lot of them smoke marijuana. Okay, we'll lock them up. Well, also, well, you know what else? There are people in, in inner city neighborhoods who uh, cannot afford regular cocaine, so they do the free base the way that the white people do, but Theirs is cheaper because it's broken out into smaller quantities and it's called Crack. So there's a different name, different name. And we're going to go ahead and sell that and charge people. I think it was a hundred times was the original. And Obama, thank you for reducing it for only 20 times, still 20 times more. For It's literally, it's not a black and white thing. It's a rich versus poor thing. Because let's be real. If you're a poor person, you're buying Crack because you can't afford cocaine. Now, if you're a poor person and you're able to afford crack and not cocaine, you're also probably not able to afford a lawyer. So if you get caught in possession, of course, you're going to do time. It's literally an easy way to make your justice system look like, oh, look how much we're winning our cases, because obviously the people who are using this drug are not going to be able to defend themselves. The the, the justice system is not going to really do justice for them. It's terrible while the people who could probably afford cocaine are probably also able to afford a lawyer and therefore able to get away with doing the thing. And rich people, if you have enough money, you can do any drug you want, okay? Let's be real. If you are rich enough, if you're Jeff Bezos, and you say, you know what? Uh, I'd like to try meth. So you go to your doctor and you say, I have ADD symptoms or I have narcolepsy symptoms. And then he gives you basically Adderall, which is prescription meth. So at least you know you're getting the exact dosage every time and not street meth, which who knows how potent it is. You don't want to overdose. But that's the fucking problem with heroin, because guess what? Everybody was doing heroin when they were doing Oxys and Percocets and all these other, basically, um, opiates. Okay. So many, I know at least three people in my own class who who went from thinking they were cool doing pills that they found in their parents' closet or their parents' pill cabinet or whatever, doing oxys here and there, Percocets here and there, and they got addicted. And they kept trying to do it, thinking they're cool, look at me, I'm spending all my money on these expensive-ass pills, because guess what, when you get them black market, they're expensive. They are abusing these things because, again, they're not doing it for the the desire to do the drug, I'm assuming. I'm assuming it's some kind of uh, a vanity thing. And they get addicted, and then they can't afford it. So they go to heroin. Now the problem is this guy right before he was doing it, a heroin, he was doing one oxy 80 every day for X amount of dollars. I don't know the fucking price if I don't do that shit. I'm not a garbage person. And when you do an oxy 80 every day and you break it down into your dosage of your day thing, you know it's 80 milligrams broken down. You know how to break it down. You don't know how to Because there's no there's no there's no label. You don't know if you're getting 100 percent this time, we're just going to keep the number simple. And then the next time, the guy got garbage shit, so he only gets you 75%. And then the next time, because he decides to put fentanyl in it, you have 150%. So now you keep trying to do things like 100%, and now you only get 75. But you don't know it's 75, and now you think it's 50. So you do it again, and instead of getting to 100, you, you get to 150. And now either you increase your uh, uh, your tolerance, or you can overdose and and that's the problem with unregulated drugs. Now, I hear you. Do we need everybody doing heroin and meth and and crack and COVID? Oh No. But let's be real, okay? Most people aren't going to do it just because it's legal. And perfect example, marijuana has been illegal in New Jersey. Apparently, like, for real, for real, for about a month how many people do you know started smoking marijuana now that it is legal for them to do it in new jersey think about that probably the same people who were doing it before are still doing it anybody new? it's a nominal amount if you know anybody it's not like you know like oh yeah i know like 99 people bro like I know a hundred people and 90 of them are doing it. You said like you're so wrong. Like they were all waiting. Well, then you know, weird people is what I'm saying. Well, let's be real. Maybe, you know, one person or two people max and they're a couple or they're friends. You know what I mean? Like there's no, there, 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 there are people, if you're curious, you would have tried it. Number one. Number two, it's not gonna happen. Here's the other thing. If you go to places Sorry, talking off mic. If you go to places like Venezuela, uh, I think I'm not. Yeah, pardon Um let me stay off the phone. If you go to Venezuela. Apparently, there they legalized and decriminalized all drugs. And what they did is they opened up um, centers. So if you wanted to do heroin, for example, they let you do as much as you wanted to do in a day. The only stipulation is you have to do it administered by a nurse in a medical facility. So God forbid you do overdose. Guess what? You're not gonna die because there are people there to help you out and there's counseling always available. And for the most part, I don't even want to give you exact numbers, but from my memory, something that's sticking out to me. It's like nine out of ten people did not overdose, they did not abuse the system. They used exactly what they wanted. They even sought help. And for the most part, it was more than six out of 10 of them ended up stopped. They they weaned themselves off and completely stopped with the help of the other resources, like the rehabilitation that they had. So it's like, what's better for America? I mean, obviously what's better, let's go ahead and think of it. Just if you want to be uh, soulless completely, like some people and in like these old, old, old people in the government who only care about the dollar bill bottom line. Yeah, we need all of the American people on drugs, drugged up, make them all addicted to heroin uh, and then take away their heroin. Once they have their opiate addictions, stop allowing them to be prescribed opiates so they can get it black market, which we're already we've been importing. Uh, since we went to Afghanistan, that's why we're guarding the poppy fields, not only for our own pharmaceutical companies, but so like like that movie was showing with Vietnam. It's not like did anything changed. The only difference is we're not using the, the golden triangle is what it used to be called in Southeast Asia. Now we're using the poppy field, not in, in Vietnam area, Laos, China, or whatever the, the triangle is. Now we're doing it in, in Afghanistan. So... They're making their money on it. They're not gonna stop making their money. And until they stop making their money I'll our back to be able to keep us doped up, so we just keep buying. Fucking shout out to Dylan Agree with his podcast, uh, Doped Up and Dying. It's actually a really fun podcast on YouTube. It has nothing to do with this. It's called Doped Up and Dying because you're supposed to like smoke weed and then you watch like Saturday morning cartoons on a Sunday and you laugh and you remember what it's like to be a kid, but you're that's literally what they're trying to do. They're trying to get us doped up and buy in buying. Just keep on buying. Because <clears throat> as soon as they take it away, you know they're controlling it one way or the other. It doesn't matter what, what kind of research you want to do. Uh, whether, you, you know, with uh, Freeway Ricky Ross, the way that he was working with the CIA is to, to sell cocaine and then crack uh, to make them money. You know what I mean? Or, 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 like, look, people all want to make money. That, that's, that's the bottom line. That's the bottom line of my podcast. Follow the money and follow the power. Right? Why am I doing this? Follow the money and follow the power. I'm trying to get more powerful. i trying to get more money. I'm going to be real. Thing. But um, people can get help. But they're not trying to help us. They're trying to addict us. That's why... That got us all on on heroin and i was talking to this with with mike uh shout out to the dojo and more plenty um mike the i was talking to him about this he brought up a good point or maybe it was clint uh who worked with, it doesn't matter it was clint was on the podcast too shout out to him follow him um the point was there the way that they're doing the way they did that with with uh, opiates like Oxycodone and and all that, like over prescribing Oxy and then it led to a meth uh, epidemic or heroin epidemic. I mean, they doing the same thing with meth. The way they're doing that is they're already over prescribing Adderall medication uh, or medication like Adderall, which is pretty much just prescription methamphetamine. Uh, I mean, it's not blue magic. is not, you know, breaking bad. You're not doing that. But what you are doing is, is is an oral version, if you are on, on that shit. You're doing an oral version of that, that you are taking, that's quote-unquote prescribed to you, that you are, you cannot, I bet you this, if you're on Adderall, you don't think you're an addict, take a day off. Do it on a weekend when you're not, you don't have to be productive for work or something like that. Take one day off and see how you feel that day. And that's how you know you are addicted to something. I'm addicted to coffee and nicotine for one million percent sure. Like I used to not be addicted to coffee, and now I am. I do get headaches when I don't have coffee, and I notice that because my headaches go away as soon as I do have it. It's it's weird. Um, nicotine as well, just because uh, it's just this fucking whatever. But like, look, I. I'm going to fucking myself off because I don't want to be addicted to anything. That was the whole point that I even argued with my dad was, yo. you're addicted to sugar. You're not allowed to talk shit about other people's addiction. If you are addicted, you're not even admitting and acknowledging your own addiction and trying to, um, uh, what's the word? Uh, apathy, to apathize, whatever the word is, like to feel apathetic towards other people. How are you not going to do that if you are also going through a very similar struggle? It's not the same, but it's similar. And that's that empathy. More people need to be empathetic with each other. That's the real fucking problem these days is nobody, everybody's lacking empathy. Everybody's very selfish, myself included. I'm not going to lie. I don't like being selfish. You know, what feels good doesn't feel good to be selfish. The only time it feels good to be selfish is when you gain something from being selfish, but it's a temporary good feeling. You know, it feels better doing something good for somebody else because while it's not your gain, so to speak, because you help somebody else gain it, you still feel the benefit of that gain and sometimes it lasts even longer. And then it's just it's just a better feeling overall, dudes. And do that even though you're on less than ten percent of your ladies. So it's like less than two of you or three. I still appreciate Oh, two two or three of you for identifying as babies. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, I look, I, I, I should have wrote better notes on this. Um, my, my point is this. Should drugs be legalized? Really? Not just willy nilly wild west tomorrow. Biden just in his uh alzheimer's like i signed a new uh executive order all the drugs are now legal period no that's not going to work just like alcohol you need to have regulations okay you, you can't have just anybody getting everything for example a lot of drugs still should remain on a schedule that's not accessible over the counter Not everything should be over the counter. Absolutely not. Especially not to people who are under the age. And there still, does that mean that there's still going to be risk of abuse? Absolutely. However, then, if you're not taking those resources that are being used to to police something that's, that's, let's be real. If anybody who's a drug addict gets arrested, they're probably not going to stop doing, they're not going to be like, oh, well. Now that I got arrested for doing drugs, I better stop doing drugs. If you're a drug addict, you're gonna do drugs. If you're doing it recreationally, that will stop you. But there are better ways to stop recreational use. There are better ways to, re- to spend those resources. And there's better ways to help the people who are not doing it recreationally and are doing it by, because of abuse. That being said, do people who still break the law and are drug addicts deserve to go to jail? Absolutely. But, but shouldn't they first maybe maybe there should be like like a half they they call them halfway houses? It's like you, you have to stay in this home and it's a rehab thing. Put them in a halfway house. Give them a month. Maybe not, maybe not exact time. I don't know exact timing. Here's just a thought. I'm gonna give you guys something, so I have some solution and not just fucking bringing up problems. You put people who are drug addicts. Try this out. You put them in some kind of a rehabilitation thing first for a month. They still have to do their sentence first. Give them a month. If they keep breaking the rules, or they break the rules more than and then two times within a week, or even two times the entire month. Back to, to regular jail, they can still try to do the rehabilitation in jail. Still try to give them rehabilitation, but do it in, in, in the jail prison center. That makes sense. But maybe you give them a month, they get off their drugs. Maybe they do a good job, and if they're not really conning the system and they really are trying to get better, you still put them in a probation thing with pee so they're not you know still doing the drugs you know just right after they get the fuck out and back in their ways, and then they're trying to, you know, calm the system. But maybe they do a month there. You know what? Maybe we'll do another month here, make sure he's fully clean. Now we can go ahead and put him in the prison system where we still got to make sure he stays clean because, again, get anything in prison. So now he goes and serves the rest of his time uh, for his, his crime. And hopefully then also because he, he got clean in, in the house. And uh, and now he's serving the rest of his time as a clean person now being conscious of not only, yo, I fucked up in the past. I was on drugs and look at look, this is the fucking consequences, bro. I hate waking up over here, eating this garbage food, doing everything like this. This is bad. I, I do need to get out. You know what I'll do? I'll pick up a fucking book. I'm going to go to law school. I'm going to fucking uh, learn a trade. We need more people with trades uh trades by the way if you guys are lost like I, I feel sometimes pick up a trade because if people need plumbers electron uh electricians mechanics dude, mechanics i need a mechanic anybody who knows a mechanic please hit me up i'm in jersey if you're out if you're one of the golf outside of jersey we know somebody in jersey i need a good mechanic to check out my car I don't need to sell my car if I can get a good mechanic just to take a look. Because you know what? Why don't I just spend that money in a car and you use got money for savings in my future? Because I'm trying to be self-sufficient. And that's what we all need to be. Right? So, um last thing I, I did right, at least for the drug things, before I, I leave the drug part out. Black market, quote unquote. Think about that. Why? why is it called the black market what so a black market is when you buy something illegally versus i would assume the opposite would be a white market is where you buy something legally that's where you make it black and white but really what they're trying to say is the rich market versus the poor market because again but i heard i heard this if Let's go with one of the, the top five drugs. Uh, marijuana, anybody can get that. Let's just go with, if you need a marijuana prescription medically, you can get that for insomnia, for back pain, for X, Y, Z. You know, it, it's that's bullshit. They know it. You know it. Everybody knows it. It should just be recreational. It should still be regulated the way cigarettes are. still should be regulated and should be recreational. Um, and then there should still be medicinal stuff for medicinal patients, but that should be literally specific. Like, yo, you cannot eat and you have cancer. Give them a super, super strong strain. We don't need that as recreational users. And if you do, then you can get the medical version shit and then everybody will win. Right. This is the good thing about regulation. Um, what's the next big drug? Heroin. Okay. Well, like I already said, uh, and, and the other country, if it was Venezuela, you make it illegal. Most people are gonna just do it who who likes just throwing up or, or who wants to be addicted to something, nobody really does. But now you also use some of those resources towards giving them rehabilitation options. Making sure that if they are going to take this stuff, they're taking it in a facility where it's regulated, where they can they, they have nurses watching over them so they don't. Also, let's just say, God forbid, you do overdose, you know that in the same building where you just overdose medically, at least, and you also got revived, thank God, because there are nurses, you have a place where you can now rehabilitate yourself. So now you you're feeling like shit, you're like, you know what? but God, God gave me another day of life. I i almost died. Maybe I need to get out of this, and you get help because you have it all in one place, and it's all provided. Because instead of spending all this money trying to make people a criminal and a bad guy, you can actually take that money. Go after the real bad guys. No more crime. And then with no more crime, why Why would people end up wanting to do... Most people would do drugs and get addicted. From my own experience, as well as what I would assume are most people's experience, as well as amount of research, if people who have a traumatic experience, they're trying to cover up that traumatic experience and hide from that traumatic experience instead of facing it. And so they use drugs because it temporarily alleviates it, whether that's, that's alcohol or or marijuana or XYZ drug, period. You're going to use something to try to escape a feeling when you really need to face that feeling. Maybe you cannot do it by yourself. And, and then you think, oh, but these drugs are helping me. And for the most part, they're probably not. You know, even myself included. They're not, they're, they weren't helpful. You know, what did help me was meditation, uh, talking to myself because I didn't feel comfortable enough talking to a therapist because when I did talk to a therapist a couple of times that I did, I don't feel like they were really there to help me out. Um, did I maybe go to the wrong people? Probably. And could I have checked out more people? Maybe somebody who could help me? Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm, I'm, dismissing therapy in the future. I'm probably gonna go in the future. Actually when I can definitely afford it on my own and not through a job. So if I lose a job, I lose my life. no I lose my mind. No thank you. I'll fix my mind on my own then. But um it just it's just fucked up that they they know it's a quote unquote black market, aka poor market, aka the, they the people we want to control market. And they're in control. They're not white people. They're rich people. And by rich, I'm not talking the people who this shop who go to Starbucks like three times a day uh, or people who have a Tesla or even a Rolls Royce. I'm talking about people who have so much money, you don't even know how much money they have. They're not people who are are listed if you, if you type in forms top 100, they're not on there. That's how rich they are. They're the ones who are in control. They're the ones who don't want to lose how much money they have because money equals power. And that's why you follow the money, you follow the power because they're equal. You can't have power without money and money without power. They go hand in hand. So keeping, making money off of other people is something they love to do. And that's what they did. But this is this is known. This is CIA did this. They took cocaine, sold it undercover to places in Los Angeles. This is where Freeway Ricky Ross, um, you know, he, he's known. They sold people like him cocaine. The government did it. They imported it illegally from Colombia. Got it to Freeway Ricky Ross. Sold it to him. Then, if they wanted to, busted him, took the drugs, resold it to somebody else, and busted them. But not only did they, they didn't do that right away though, obviously, because that's, that's losing them the money. What they would do is first they would keep selling through freeway Ricky Ross because the CIA's taking that money, and now we can keep funding Blackwater projects. We know this is true because apparently, again, I'm saying apparently because I haven't looked at the documents myself. I don't know really if it's true or not, but if, knowledge, the consensus is they sold drugs in the United States, but they imported illegally to fund the Contras in Nicaragua, all right? This is stuff that's about now. So it's not like you, Seth's telling you some shit that you don't even know. I'm just telling you some shit you just didn't know yet. Now, why? Why are they doing this? Because it's all about money. Why do you make the money on the black market? Or legally, guess what? untraceable. And if you have untraceable money, you could do untraceable things. Pew, 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 pew. Why are they pushing us to Bitcoin? Which, by the way, guys, I did buy into. They're pushing us to Bitcoin because they're telling us it's non-traceable But it's online. Everything online is traceable. I assure you. Everything you do online is traceable. They can't trace Bitcoin yet, but rest assure you rest assured it's just a matter of time they don't already have the ability that they're telling you now they're working on it they're going to have it they have robots you can kick and they you can't knock down they, they don't have fucking a way to track bitcoin uh here's the other thing china owns one-third of, of the cryptocurrency in the world evidently so they're trying to crash the dollar so maybe crypto is a good idea so i got into some crypto I don't really like it. I hate it because mainly you don't have physical possession and all they got to do is turn off the power. I stop paying my power bill and my, my phone bill. And guess what? I don't have access to my cryptocurrency. How am I going to? You can't pay for anything anyway. You got to transfer it to your like bank account and then do that way. So it's. I just like it as a long-term investment. That's my thing with crypto, all right? Now, stock market-wise, I still am investing. And I'm doing that. Those are all. They call them smash and grabs. Or pumping dumps. Are kind of what I do. Not necessarily exactly. What I do is I see. a potential to make. If I see a potential to double. My money or more. I will invest in a stock. But I try to for the most part. Do it strategically like I did with the airlines. About a year ago. I saw about a year ago. That. Everybody was locked down. They're not able to fly. The airline stocks are going to crash like they did. And they bottomed out. And then I bought. And I bought them probably around April, May, for the most part, when they finally bottomed out. Because in my head, they were going to bottom out. And then they were going to go right back up as soon as COVID's over, a month or two later, max, right? It took longer. And here's my thing now. Summer's coming back up. I already fucking tripled my money on most of these, but I'm still holding because I'm thinking I might be able to make five times on some of them, and then I'm gonna fucking also have to wait a year so I can pay less taxes, and that's a whole nother thing. We'll get into that if if you want to know more about that, you guys let me know. Talk financials on the next podcast or other ones, but um, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna pull the shoot once I hit the year and I hit my uh, my three to five times instead of just doubling, and then I'm taking that money out. And we all have to buy the three things I say now are crypto, because those are long term investments. Those are not smash and grab. Those are not ways like I said. I said airlines are going to go back. You buy them when they're low and they're going to obviously go back. That's a smash and grab. Or GameStop, if you knew about it early, you bought it way less than three hundred and something. I think it popped up at like three fifty or something. You got it like at hundred or less. That's a smash and grab. And then you sold it at three hundred, smashed, and grabbed. Now, uh, crypto, for the most part, if you're only doing bitcoins by buy crypto, is what I mean. All the other ones, bullshit. I don't agree with them. I don't like them. I don't believe in them. So you do what you want with them, and I I, I hope that you make as much money as you possibly can with them. But I'm not gonna fuck with them because I don't do enough research. And and if you do the research, then by all means, you should make a lot of money, and you can make a lot of money. I'm not going to just tell you not to. I'm just telling you I'm not doing that. I'm going to go with Bitcoin. It's always very steady. It's always going up. Even when it goes down, it's not like you really lose money. All right. The worst thing you do is you lose the profit you made. And you barely lose the profit you made because it always comes back. Now, the next thing I'm going to say is invest in precious metal. Because you're going to need that. If, if you lose power and you can't use your bitcoin and the dollar is worthless you have precious metal which is worth something always now precious metal and you have bitcoin so you're always good financially but how are you going to defend your money well you need to plan on security whether that's you train yourself or you hire training if you're well uh, way more quick financially right so those are my advices for you guys uh, going forward. I wish you guys all the best. All I know is after seeing the way Biden kept falling up the stairs uh, based on the quote-unquote win, um, we're going to have uh, our first female president pretty soon. I'm going to say before my birthday, we are probably gonna have a female president. So my birthday is in July. Will he last the year? I hope so. Honestly, you know, um, but I mean, he's not on camera. He doesn't go on camera. He doesn't fucking, um, when he does, he's, it's, it could be deepfake. It's, uh, I don't want to get all crazy. I mean, that's just the problem with being locked up, uh, in your house forever is you, it's very easy to get crazy, especially, uh, if you don't even think about, like things that are like oh, here here's something crazy. And I actually might be going crazy right now as thing about this. I did some research. Let me you know what? Fuck it. I'll even do it right now and, and confirm or deny if, if I'm dreaming, if I'm really awake, or if this shit actually happens. Wakers I'm try to spell that right or and oh there is all right never mind now it is getting all right perfect, perfect. so they are harvesting the organs of the weaker Uyghur people Uyghurs again are the Muslim people in China who are stuck in pretty much concentration camps they're calling them re-education camps when we were in America we called them internment camps with the Japanese um while they vary in severity they are not good we all know this we are very, very apologetic for the Japanese for our internment camps. The the Nazis were there, and the Germans, I'm sorry, ones who are left now, they're very, very apologetic uh, uh, and and uh, they're sorry is the point I was trying to say for, for having all that about that. But nobody says anything about China doing it now, and that's the problem. I, the weird thing is that I'm glad that the fucking maybe now they're finally showing it to me. It's probably a dream. I looked it up and there was no articles or deleted the articles from Google. Like they paid Google. What the fuck's going on? I'm sorry man, fucking nose is all stuffy shit. Fucking. I was outside on a Saturday, two days ago. And it was really, really fucking cold out. And I was not dressed appropriately because it was warm in the day. And then I got cold at night. Fucking, I try to tell shitty jokes. Anyway, the Uyghurs, dude, they're getting they their organs harvested. They're being force-fed pork. They're being, uh, um, they're blasting, uh, um, music on, like, while they're, their prayer times. They can't pray. They, they have them all, like, blindfolded and, like, handcuffed. Like, they had their footage of the shit. And they're all just, like, road like, lined up in rows just sitting there. They they don't want... The, the point of, of communism is you're not allowed to have a, your own religion. You have to believe whatever the state tells you. And so they can't have people who are their own religion, uh, Muslim in this case. And they, they can't have people... We're not doing exactly what they want. So that's why they're re-educating and retraining them. They're making giving them jobs, but also making sure they don't do things that are against what communist China wants. And what communist China wants. Communist China, yes. That's right. So um um uh, fucking sick man. I don't know. All right, I'm gonna wrap this one up. So, updates. I definitely want to talk about uh, I had some work stress and it reminded me of the time I went rock climbing. And the point of the rock climbing was uh, what was this? This is in Suffering New Jersey. It's called the Tower, And it's like 150 foot rock wall. And first time I climbed it, I climbed, I gotta make the story short, so, first time I climbed it, I just kept climbing, 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 until I got about like three quarters of the way up, and, I'm sorry, a third of the way up, 50 feet, and I couldn't find any way to get up, and then I looked down, and I got terrified, and I felt nauseous, and I was going to throw up, and I was like, well, I need to go down, because if I don't go down now." But if I don't get lower down, I might throw up on the person below me who, who can lower me, and I will die. I will drop down to my death, and I'm not trying to do that. So let me down now. My panic; might have to get down. Now I was very disappointed in that, and I let the panic overcome me. But what I need to, to do was what I did the next time: is I did not look down. I could not find my way. Instead of looking down and getting panicked for whatever reason I did the first time, I found my way over At one-third of the way. I even got stuck again two-thirds of the way. I didn't give up. I didn't look down. I paused. I took a breath. I relaxed. I said, you sir, you can find a way up. You're not going to find it panicking. But you will if you focus. I focused. I felt my way up. And I got to the top. boy, did that feel so much better. So, point is, don't panic. Focus. When you panic, you're spreading your focus out. Instead of it being a direct beam like a laser, you're making it like a floodlight. And you know what? Sometimes that's good, but for the most part, it's not going to help you. And if it's not, you better stop doing that because you're just wasting your time. Number two, um... No, there's no number two i like to say that sometimes sometimes i like to add multiple numbers in the talk what else all right shout out to uh sheath underwear i got more of you sheathunderwear.com use promo code it's a uh, cap it's case sensitive piss golf capital p capital g the space between piss and golf so two words so capital p lowercase i low case ssed space Capital G, locus O, locus F. Enter. Get 25% off the most comfortable underwear. The ones that I now wear every single day of the week. I now have two weeks worth. I can wear it for a week, wash that week, wear a whole another week's worth, and then wash that week. And I already have a whole fresh week worth already clean because I washed it the week before. You should do it, too, because your ball is going to thank you. Your lady's going to thank you. If you don't have a lady, you're going to pick one up, especially once shit starts opening up like there's a new jersey and everywhere else, because guess what it does? You have a ball pouch. Keep it all in the ball pouch if you really want to. You don't want to put it in a little dick hole. That's weird. I don't like a dick hole if I'm being real with you. Um, Especially don't like using a dick hole when I'm out in public because – when you use the dick hole, you know, undo your, um, like, your, your pants on the top. You only use, like, a dick hole in your jeans and then the dick hole in the underwear. You can't ever tuck it in to make your dick look, like, extra big. So then you have to undo the belt and then undo the button uh, and then, you know, pull your dick out and then rearrange it. so It looks nice, but when you arrange it, your dick looks great. So definitely great for deets. Um I'm not, this is not mad, um for not paying me. They throw me some underwear every once in a blue moon. They only threw me, like, two pairs ever. So I just want them to keep uh, making great underwear and, and actually to have them pay me. So buy some underwear and, and, and maybe send them an email and be like, yo, I love you, stuff in this ad read. You hear it on the, on, on the end of, of episode 40 where I actually finally like, did I a good one ever. And um, get a bidet. I don't know. Hello, Tushy. Maybe you guys should sponsor me because, like, I already have a bidet. I need a new bidet. You can never have too many bidets. Unless you only have one toilet, then you only eat one bidet. Um these not separate, like some people say, Oh, you said you fancy? I thought you have an apartment. How do you have a bidet? They thought I had like a, a separate little thing I used to think was was a, a water fountain in the middle of your bathroom. I'm so glad I never drank bidet water when I was a little kid. I'm so glad. Um I know these are things you just attach your toilet to see if they squirt up your butt. And the reason you need to do that is to have a clean bowl, alright? So, get up a day definitely get some good underwear, take care of your balls and your asshole, uh, take care of your mind, doll also guys, take your vitamin I I gotta fucking take vitamin C, you see my nose is goddamn so stuffy because my window is open right now, I was smoking earlier and I forgot to close it while I fucking did this podcast, so that's, that's my mistake, and don't go to sleep with no fucking window, just get, get healthy. Thank you guys for listening so much. All right. What else do I want to talk about? Um, shout out to Dirt Nation. That's you, Manny. That's you. Shout out to you, Manny and the Dirt Nation. Shout out to my boy Yasu. Shout out to my boy. Motherfucking ham. You really know. Thank you for such a great time that, this weekend. That's such a great time. I'll fucking catching up to you and the rest of the boys. Um, email me, guys. Uh, at com. Rate and review the podcast, obviously. You know, I need to get the you know, the best review, best rated podcast, and then I'll be uh, the best review. And that's not just me reviewing my own podcast because you know you can see which one's me. Now you know which one I am. I review your own podcast, so um, updates oh, yeah, yeah, will. Yeah. There'll be updates, and um, yeah, that's that. You know, she just hasn't talked to me. Edit out her name, hopefully. Yeah, you know, she just decided she doesn't want to talk to me anymore or respond than, you know, what good for her because I actually did the smart thing. I said, no, well, I'm being annoying. Don't respond. And I really, really hope she's hearing this now. And she heard me out that I'm being annoying. Leave me alone. Stop. Don't, don't, don't uh, enable me. Don't talk to me. and be nice. Leave me alone, dude. You were nice enough to fucking try to mess with me again. I'm still a fucking weirdo, crazy guy. Leave me alone. You don't need to mess with this shit. All right, guys. Uh, so, yeah, that was, uh, Episode 40, Um, uh, I'm probably going to be back this weekend, and then I'm going to have to take the next weekend off. Um, But I'll keep it back. All right? I love you guys. Peace.